Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Fantasy Underdogs podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. If you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, BetOnline has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now, the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast. Everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and also BetOnline.ag. Happy Sunday, everyone! How are you? How is every? I don't know about Chip, but how is everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I pay my debts. Eagles Christmas sweater, ugly polos in the house. Look at this thing! Ten out of ten. I, I tell you one thing, Chip. Green looks good on you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) You're very welcome. I love everything about it. Welcome to the show, everyone. Join us in the comments for some fantasy football advice and also uh, what your picks are going to be for week two. Week two, week one, shot out of cannon, slapped everybody in the face with all the unpredictable things that happened. So before we get into week two shenanigans, starts and sits for today, I want some reactions about week one. What? What slapped you in the face and said, don't call me later uh, about week one because there was so much going on? Chip, I'm going to start with you since you're wearing the, the, uh, the Eagles. <laughs> Eagles Thank you. So what, what slapped you in the face for week one? Uh, I mean, this game, the reason why I'm wearing this shirt, the Falcons offensively had looked like fire drill central, no idea. Cordero <laughs> Patterson was running the ball in the first quarter. I don't know. I have no idea what happened. I am scared. As I said for the rest of the year about the Falcons, it I was shocked. I'm scared. That's all I can say about it. That's it? That's it. I'm scared. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a long year. That's all I can okay. say. All right. Ladies? I think what shocked me the most was the Buffalo Bills just not looking yeah. like the Buffalo Bills. And it's not – this doesn't really scare me because long-term I think they're going to be fine and I think they're going to figure it out. But – I was just expecting them to come out and be so explosive. And I did say it in our show that I wouldn't be super shocked if the Steelers did pull out an upset. But at the end of the day, I wasn't expecting it to look like that. Like Steelers outright won that game. That wasn't a shootout. And the Bills just looked sloppy and not as confident. Josh Allen didn't seem like he was in his groove. So it threw me off a little bit. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and panic for the Bills long term. I still think they're going to have a great season. Everything's going to be fine. But they were one of the teams I was expecting to come out week one and look great. And they just looked very much less than stellar. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think there was a lot of teams 
that lost week one that I don't think will even remember those losses come middle of the season. It's just those teams that you know are going to get it together and have all of the pieces in the right places. And so I'm not that worried, but you know, the Steelers, I really like them. And I think we said the same thing, you know, I don't, I don't know that I would be too shocked. So I, I, I'm okay with that, but the quarterback play, I think was the most surprising, really good performances in unexpected places, really mediocre performances in places that we thought would be a little more stable, a little more um, kind of on the right track. But I I thought Sam Darnold did did well. I thought obviously Jalen Hurts, did phenomenal. Tyler Murray had a huge game. Jameis Winston, Evan, you owe him an apology. No, I don't. <laughs> and no, I want to see after week two, and then I'll think about giving him an apology. Okay. Because okay. I'm glad that you brought up Jalen Hurts and also him because they played shit teams. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Green Bay right, e- Easy. Game one, <laughs> week sorry. one. I'm sorry, Chip. Easy. But, Atlanta, come on, Jalen Hurts played Atlanta, but I wasn't really expecting Jameis Winston to drop five touchdowns on Green Bay. That was was so much of a surprise, and and yes, Chip, a shocker how just Green Bay looked like they didn't even want to – like Aaron Rodgers, of course, on the sideline, looking like he doesn't even want to be there. Yeah. So I'll I'll wait – a couple more weeks to maybe give Jameis Winston an apology. It, it, okay. Let's let's pump we'll the circle, we'll circle back. We'll put it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll we'll come back to that maybe in, in a couple more weeks. <laughs> so, um, I, I I'm glad that Jordan, you and Kaylee both both brought up Pittsburgh. We've seen this movie before. They shot yeah. out of a cannon last year, going 11 and 0, yeah. and then just crashing and burning the rest of the way. Who's more of a fake or a fraud? Pittsburgh. Or Philadelphia. Ooh. Man. Um, I well, I mean, we'll get into this with picks in a little bit. The Steelers, I I would honestly say are more okay. I'm, I don't want to get biased here because I'm super excited. No, no, no. It's, it's quite all right. You, it's one. quite all right. Your team won honest, last week. It's quite all right. Okay. I honestly think <laughs> the Eagles, I don't think we're gonna have a great season. Like, I'm not gonna come out and be like, wow, all of a sudden we're playoff and dark horse Super Bowl contenders. I'm not going on that train, but I do think we're more put together than I even expected going into this season. No offense, Chip. Granted, we were playing taken. the Falcons. So yep. it's gonna be interesting to see going up against the 49ers who have a very solid defense who are a very well put together a very good well coached team that's I think going to be a bigger test but everything that I saw all the all of the pieces that came together the Eagles have all of the makings to be a decent team and our rebuild that we kind of were in seems to be moving in the right direction so the Steelers, I feel like, are constantly in this place where they're consistent and they're steady and they're good, but they just can't make it to that next level. So I think the Eagles are kind of treading upward while the Steelers are in that same kind of position where they're good, they're in the conversations, but then they can't make it to like that next big moment kind of thing. I feel like that's fair. And I think the Steelers, I don't even know if I would consider them frauds. I would just say, yeah. are they set up for long-term success? And I think that's what we saw last year is, once you get once you get down the line and teams kind of know what your strengths are and know what your weaknesses are, can you adjust your weaknesses enough to maintain a winning season? And they weren't not they weren't able to, right? So I think nothing in that first game surprised me from the Steelers, right? Their defense is phenomenal. And that's why a lot of those points came from turnovers, blocked puns, right? Like so those moments didn't surprise me. It's like, yeah, that's their strength, right? 
Their weakness was their running back situation, which they seem to somewhat answer. They yeah. they have pieces, but I just don't know that their offense can maintain it down the line. But their defense is always going to be good. It's just can the other team account for that defense and can they get something going on offense that's going to allow them to end the game with more points? And, and I think teams will figure it out. And I think the Bills are just a team that – I mean, we saw that last year. Like, as great as they – did all season there were games where they didn't look confident and they looked off and they didn't look like they looked every other week so I'm not surprised by either of these performances so I don't know if I would call it a fraud I just think I just think their strengths outshone the bills and when you look down the line on their schedule I I don't know if it's going to continue to happen but I like the Steelers so I don't know I I think where the Steelers are going to have to be at is we'll have to circle back at like week seven or eight depending on the health of Ben Roethlisberger because He may be broken down by Yeah. Him. there. You know I, mean? I feel like every time he hit the ground last week, he came up and he was like, it looked like he was like repositioning himself. <laughs> and he was running, and I, I was like, got to pop my, yeah, it my was like shoulder every back time he hit the ground, I was like, are you going to be able to get back up? Like I was, and that's week one. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really know what to expect from Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. We got an extra game too this year. I think week yeah. one is kind of a wash knowing that extra game is there. I think Buffalo really could have won that game. They just didn't seize it. They didn't grab it. They didn't take control. And they just let the Steelers kind of hang around. And you can't do that in the NFL. When you've got your foot on somebody's neck, dude, you got to keep it there till the game's over. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I agree. You guys covered that so well. Yeah, we'll see if the Steelers Mm -hmm. can hold that momentum. And Philadelphia lost all their offensive linemen last year. They got them all back this year. They can run the ball. They had a couple of different weapons and, you know, they looked good, so this will be a good test, obviously, San Francisco traveling uh, to Philly. Let's go into the start of week two, the Thursday night game. Another Thursday night game that wasn't a crappy game. The yeah. Washington football team versus the New York football Giants ended up uh, a, a nail-biter at the end. I walk off field goal. Uh, Washington pulling it out 32-29 on Thursday night. Uh, the three of us picked Washington. One of us was the lone wolf and picked the New York Giants, <laughs> Chip. Um, let's, let's, you know, have our feelings on the, the Thursday night recap. What, what kind of stuck out to you the most? I mean, is Washington going to be okay with Taylor Heineke behind center going forward? Or we just kind of, well, they're playing the giants. We'll see how they do against better teams. All right. Let me defend, let me defend my lone wolf here. Okay. Hey, well, it's over now, you know, (laughs) divisional game. They were four and O playing Washington. Daniel Jones always beat them and it was really close. So I figure I could try to gain a game, but. I'm going to take two positives out of this. A, if you're the Giants, you saw the Daniel Jones that you want. Like, you know that this wasn't a mistake. He's in there somewhere. The thing is, he's got to be there every week in and out. And then also, like you just mentioned, Heineke. I think Washington now can move forward going, hey, we have a guy that can do it and and has shown us that he can do it. So the quarterback play was the one thing I took away from this horrible lone wolf debacle for this week uh, was fantastic. Both fair, both franchises recognize that they have two guys that can lead their teams, I think. Yeah, I've been on the Taylor Heineke hype train since that playoff game last year. I was, I was like the one that was like, make him your starter. Like, this is your guy. I think he's someone you can build around. I think he's that good. So it's super unfortunate Ryan Fitzpatrick went down. I would never wish that on anyone, especially him. But when you have Taylor Heineke sitting behind him, this is someone who understands the offense. He's the one that gave Tom Brady a run for his money last year out of Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. So if anyone can do it for some reason. 
It's true. I'm just it kidding. is true. No, it is true. You can't deny it. Um, <laughs> he did it. So, no, I'm super excited. I think this game was interesting because, especially in the NFC East, in any division, when you have two crappy teams playing each other, and I don't want to say crappy, two decent teams playing each other, it always comes down like they make each other look so good because, like, they're kind of on that same – level and i think that's why this game was so close and it was so exciting but no i think everybody stepped up it wasn't a scary thursday night game it was exciting to watch i think it had like the most views since like a yeah. game a thursday night game since 2018 i think i saw that somewhere which was crazy to me but you yeah, know i thought it was exciting and daniel jones is now the number one rusher on that team saquon <laughs> barkley um will we ever see saquon be the saquon of his, his rookie year ever again uh, I'm gonna, I, don't I don't think so. I don't think so. But I think wow. there's this Giants team is so strange because, mm. like, Kenny Galladay is there. I don't know if you guys remember that. It <laughs> <laughs> was supposed to be a big deal this season, and he's not doing really anything. And Sterling Shepard's doing well, but how long is that going to last this season? And so there's just a lot of question marks. And when you look on paper, I feel like their team is stacked. And it's not even that Saquon Barkley is bad because when you put him against a lot of NFL running backs – phenomenal athlete but I don't know that they know how to use every piece on their roster and use it efficiently because if they did they'd probably end up with a pretty good record this season but I don't know I just don't see it happening he's he first of all if if you can have defense like massive defensive guys just keeping up with you stride for stride down the field and you're supposed to be like one of the best running backs in the NFL I'm not I'm not that sold and I I do want to hype up Chase Young but I don't want to That's kind of that's a lot. I don't know. Well, the I think that was my favorite part of the whole game. Same. <laughs> well, the uh, New York Football Giants do have a chance to get their first win next week against your Atlanta Falcons. They return home to the Meadowlands against your Atlanta Falcons, so they might Thank get God. their first win. Might get their first win, and then Washington's on the road for two games. Uh, the first next one coming up against the Buffalo Bills. So we'll see how that goes. All right, so let's go into week two. Well, our first game is the Bengals versus Bears. Bengals upsetting the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, thank you. Pick them. Me and Jordan did. Yeah. Yeah. Kayla, did you pick them? Did you pick the Vikings? I think I picked the Vikings. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, two of us are right from this panel. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so this is uh could be a revenge game for Andy Dalton. That's if uh you know the coach Matt Nagy doesn't get his head out of his ass and start uh, Justin Fields for the Bears. We shall see. So who do we got? The Bengals versus Bears. I am I picking know. against the Bears every week until Justin Fields <laughs> is their starter. <laughs> so I have the Bengals winning this one. Okay. Me too. Bengals. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling the pressure with Nagy and Fields went out last week and did well. And I mean, I'm, I, I, I think if Cincinnati goes out and gets ahead by two touchdowns, I think Nagy is going to be like, if I don't put in Justin Fields, everyone's <laughs> going to kill me. I mean, I think you might see, I want to hold my breath. I'm going to take the Bengals, but I think we see more of Justin Fields and if it's two touchdowns, if they're down two touchdowns going into halftime, you might see him hit the field and start the second half. I mean, Fields, the limited plays, I think he was in three plays, uh, did great, looked good. And how long can you keep him on the bench, especially if you're losing? You can't do it. 
and he knows he's on he's on fire for his job. He's going to have to start him. I think we might see him today if they get down by two touchdowns in the first half. I know as a head coach, he has to come to that. Like, you look at Danny Dalton last week. He did so bad. You have to say it's it's got to be if he throws a pick, one pick in this game to start off the game. He Fields has got to come in there instead of just riding yeah. with Andy Dalton the rest of the way. You have to because Andy Dalton's now he's trying to grow a beard just like Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's weird. <laughs> it looks weird on him now. That's why it's like, dude, come on, man. You're not going to be any tougher with a beard. So I, I just I don't know why Maggie won't Nagy won't pull the trigger and just say okay we've got to roll with the young guy it's time we we got to to be competitive in this division and in this league we've got to start because of, the, of what we the sample size we have shown in preseason and now in the regular season we've you have to do this you can't keep dude rolling. this is at Soldier Field so the fans will let, they're gonna want it they're gonna dude want yeah it. they're gonna be if they get down by two touch all you're gonna hear is Channing Fields like yep. I guarantee. And if he does not come out, if it's halftime or Andy Dalton goes in and lays an egg or throws an interception, the crowd is going to be just completely ruthless on the chance. So I'm looking forward just to seeing what happens in that game and if Nagy finally pulls the trigger, bringing Fields in. I just don't care about what Bears fans have to say. Like, here's what I'm going to say. I think this is is a lose-lose situation for Nagy just in general, right? Because if he – if he doesn't put him in, Bears fans are upset. But it's like, if you put him in, are you going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. So, like, what's the what? What does the risk reward ratio look like in this situation for this season? Because then, if he puts him in and they still lose games, or they he puts him in and he gets injured, yep. then it's like it. Then Nagy is enemy number one, right? And it's he cannot win this situation. And so, <laughs> I don't even know what I want him to do. But I don't. I don't feel like there's an urgency for Justin Fields to start for the Bears just because it's like, okay, okay, like, great. So you might win, like, seven games, six games. Like, cool. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. But Bears fans make everything a huge deal. But (laughs) Your your coach, Coach Dicka, was the coach of the Bears. He'd have Justin Fields in uh, today. (laughs) Coach Coach Dicka. Let's move on to game number two on the slate. The Texans coming off a big victory against – well, not a big victory. They they played the Jags last week. Can't even say that. Why would I even say that? That's the least surprising. Yeah, the least surprising, surprising loss. Part. Yes. And the Browns, well, the Browns could have won that game against the Kansas City Chiefs, but yep. of course, Patrick Mahomes likes to play in the second half instead of the first half. Texans versus Browns, who do we got? I mean, this has got to be a clean sweep, right? Anybody brave today? Anybody? No. No, no one's drinking before the show. You're not wasted already? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> clean sweep here, I think, okay. with, uh, with Cleveland. Yeah. Texans got lucky. They looked good against Jacksonville, but the Texans as I also didn't know Amy Danny Amendola was a Texan. Yes. I'm like watching that game yeah, and I was like, yeah. when the hell did this happen? <laughs> like it's it's funny how this team is put together. It seems like somebody yes. was drafting a fantasy football team in 2008 and say, yeah. Okay, I'll take Amendola, Mark Ingram, David Tyrod Johnson. Taylor. Yeah. I've got a huge squad that's going to do great this year. Okay. Yes, clean, clean sweep for this. I also have the Browns, too. Let's move on. The Rams versus Colts. The L.A. Rams looking fantastical with Matthew Jeez. Stafford last week. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the Rams are looking pretty good. The Colts yeah. coming off of a loss last week as well. Who do we got in the Rams versus the Colts? Rams. Rams. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. Rams. Wow, it's a clean sweep. I gotta say, we have to discuss this one. Well, let's say this. 
Kaylee and I needed to, we wanted to see Stafford perform before I trusted him. And I got to tell you on my, I mean, on my side of the table, I can't believe he went out and looked as good as he did. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously we're going to see, I'm going to take the Rams today, but I want to see it one more time. And, but it looked amazing. You could tell that McVay had his guy and had a guy that could get the ball down the field and, it was cool seeing them on the sidelines, really being able to uh, enjoy it. So he looked yeah. like a rejuvenated Matthew Stafford. Yes. That's that's what it looked like. And it looked great. And I I, I hope uh, the rest of the way looks pretty well for them. So yeah. Uh, he so just quick, looked comfortable. Yeah. 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 Not so, what what are your thoughts on Carson Wentz's play last week? Do you think he did pretty good coming out for week one, or is he still kind of looking he he's, he's dusting off the rust there? He still looks like he is battling mental demons because, I mean, let's just uh, talk about the elephant in the room here. He fumbled the ball in a quarterback sneak where he wasn't tackled. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the most Carson Wentz thing I've ever seen. And I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. And I want him to do well. But he still just looks so in his own head. And he still looks frantic and scared and you're on a new team where the chip should be falling in line for you and like you should be able to remake your name for yourself and kind of rebuild your career and it just doesn't look like he's ready to do that so granted week one I still want to see a lot more but there were still some red flags there I I think it's early enough I I'm gonna say this was a bad idea by the Colts. Like I'm just gonna go <laughs> after week one, I've seen enough. This was a this was not a good idea. Like you had a lot going for you. It also seems like he's not the person when you look at their performance getting down to a team that really can put something up against you. Like they just looked yeah. defeated all around, right? Like their receivers looked off. They they just didn't look like a team that was like ready to go fight back and win a game. And I I don't know if that com- I have to think that it comes from Carson Wentz and just not having that confidence in himself, not having that leadership mentality quite yet within that offense and within that team. And that's a, that's a bigger struggle than like just having some holes. And now we know what we need to fix. It's like, if you can't get your mind right at the quarterback position, like nothing's going to fall into place. So I think it's safe to say like, that was a pretty poor investment. Yeah. They (laughs) looked like the Eagles did last season. That's well, how it felt. Right, that's how it felt. Frantic and unsure and, like, just anxiety-ridden. Like, that's how that, that team looked, and that's how we felt all last season. So it seems like Carson Wentz just packed all that up and brought it to Indianapolis. And <laughs> said, hi, welcome. I'm a head case. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Put me in therapy. Isn't, like, that, isn't that, though, an overreaction? No, it's, it's only week one. I mean, a lot of we have a lot of overreactions for, for week one. Isn't that? Yeah. I feel of- pretty confident it's not. Okay. There's just something. Look, women's to the point. feelings. Go. Okay. Women's gut feelings. I have a gut feeling, and is an that, eye, an eye in- feeling where I'm like, that's not gonna work. That intuition that uh, that you have. There you I go. Know. Okay. Okay. All I right. Let's move. Wrong, we'll see. All right. Bills versus Finns. The Bills, of course, losing last week to the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dolphins, beating the Mac Jones-led Patriots. Who do we got? Oh yeah. Bills versus Finns. I'm still not sold on Tua Tungavaloa sure some of you why are. would you be you beat the Patriots in New England I'm not I mean, sold why would you? I'm not sold so who do we got in the Bills versus Finns do you think the Bills are going to win their first game against the Dolphins today I am so sold 
with Tua Tungavailoa, and I have the Dolphins winning this game. Wow. I think the Bills. Wow. I think the Bills are going to be fine, like long term. I'm really not worried for them. But I think last week they were expecting to be great. They were nervous. They got beat out by the Steelers. They're going to be anxious going into a division game, and I just think the Dolphins are going to get the upper hand. The Bills are just too good. Like I. That's the thing is the Bills are just too good to start the season 0-2. And, and, like, that's – it's really hard for me to pick against them. Like, I, I love the Dolphins. I can see this being a really close game. But in terms of just overall the rest of the season setting the tone for what you want to accomplish this year, like, the Bills just need this. And I think they're very – like, they're a hungry team. They're going to come off a loss and they're going to pull it together. And I think Miami will put up a good game. But I – Betting for the Bills to go 0-2 to start the season is seems so off to me. I don't know how I could do that. I got to tell you, if this Miami team is one more year down the road, I'm taking them, hands down, without a doubt in my mind. Yeah. But, Kaylee, I agree with you as far as Josh Allen and the team. They know what happened last week. They should pull it together. But this is another game I'm really excited to watch just to mm-hmm. – divisional game but also how Tua is going to manage winning and beating the Patriots at New England and then going coming in and having another big time opponent is he going to come in and get too excited and and be able to carry that momentum or are things kind of going to fall apart so I think this is a Dolphins team that I love and I'm sold on Tua he'll continue to grow as a quarterback and be better I just think that Buffalo has already been there done that got the t-shirt watch the video and they'll take a step forward uh hopefully Okay, let's move on to the Pats versus the Jets. Two first-round quarterbacks going against each other. The young boys, uh, Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson today. Who do we got versus the Pats versus the Jets? I think it's a clean sweep on this one. But I mean, is anybody feeling brave? What do we got? Uh, no, nobody's feeling brave on this one. I think we're all doing the Pats. No brave? Yeah. Everybody's going to go Pats? Are they going to go the over or the under in this game? Under. What is it? I what can't is, see this being a high school. Yeah, it's under 43. Yeah, I'm taking the under here. Yeah, I would take the under. 43? Yeah. Man, that is low. Um, yeah, I can't yeah. see. Zach Wilson really hasn't shown. I mean, I like what I see from Zach Wilson, and I don't want to diss him because the Jets are, like, still in shambles. So it's not like he can come in and do much. But it just seems like he's having a hard time getting it done. So Why did the Patriots go out and sign Brian Hoyer? Does anybody have an answer for that? Because that for got some done. reason they like bringing him back every single yeah. year. For some reason, did we it's miss either, something? It's, it's either the Pats or the Texans that that like him so much. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think Mac Jones looked okay. I know he lost, but that was his first. I mean, that's your first real time game. So I think he's just going to take a little more, a little more time in the oven. You know, a little more cooking, a little more bacon. I think he's going to be good. But I don't know. I think they score more. Uh, I think the Pats defense today eats. <laughs> I think if you're in fantasy and you can pick them up or you don't have them, start them. <laughs> all right. Clean sweep all the way around. All right, 49ers versus Eagles. I'm going to let Jordan go last on this because it's her team. <laughs> Chip, who do we got? 49ers-Eagles. Uh, this this might be a tasty matchup. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked good. We saw Trey Lance briefly last week. Uh, of course, the Niners have – Yet again, a shamble of a running back tandem. We Now we have Elijah Mitchell, who's going to be the starting running back. For some reason, Trey Sermon was benched last week. He's going to be uh, a backup serving today. 
Talk to me about the 49ers, Chip. Are they going to be pulling out a victory against the Eagles? I got to tell you, this one is really intriguing to me because you got the Niners coming east. Philadelphia's got a lot of momentum. I stared at this game for a little bit, and I was like, I think the Eagles are in this football game for uh, the entire game. I think San Francisco, I'm going to take the Niners and say they pull it out, but I could very easily see uh the eagles winning this game and and you know pulling it out so i'll take the niners but this again will be a good game to watch if philadelphia can get the run game going against the defense which will be tough Tua can take the shots down the field like he did last week against the falcons and that opens everything up for them so i'm going to take the niners but i like the eagles okay Kaylee, should we see the same type of Jalen Hurts we saw last week against the Falcons, or are we going to see him running for his life against the 49ers D? I I think it'll continue. I'm, I'm in the same boat of shape. I, this is one that was really hard for me to pick, and I kind of flopped back and forth a few times. I almost want to take the Eagles, almost, mm-hmm. but I don't know why. Like, I get it, <laughs> but, like, it's still – doesn't quite make sense to me, but I think like we saw their defensive line do really well. I think there's a lot to like about this Eagles team after what we saw last week. Okay. I'm not saying they're going to go off and like, I mean, be a great <laughs> through the whole season, but I think right now there's still an element of surprise, and the 49ers kind of look like we're not really sure what's going on. They might have some lingering injuries. There might just be things that aren't fully together for the 49ers, and so I, I'll, I'll take the Eagles. That a girl? Okay. Hey, I like yo. that pick. Okay. You're braver than I am, Kaylee. Yeah. Braver than I am. As as well as me, I'm taking the 49ers on this win. Uh, Jordan, state your case on why the Eagles will win today against the 49ers. All right. So, like it was kind of mentioned, a lot of momentum coming off of last week. We are super excited with everything that we are seeing on offense our head coach and our young quarterback now have this handy dandy little handshake that they got going on there's just a lot of good vibes around this team also the biggest red flag that i saw last weekend was our run defense it was really the only thing that the falcons could do against us and that's why i think we set uh saw them keep trying to run the ball and run the ball because they were running all over us until the end zone or until the red zone where our defense stepped up again and with the 49ers uh, running backs in shambles right now, I have a feeling that we're going to be able to get the upper hand on them. D-line looks great in the red zone. Um, secondary stepping up, not quite where it needs to be. but And our offense is just slinging it. We can run it. We got Jalen Hurts that can mobile dual threat quarterback that can throw the ball. He can move. Um, so I just have a lot of good vibes. And it's our first – it's our home opener. Uh, back with fans, I already know – more than enough people that are there right now. So I just think the vibes in Philly are going to be high. So, yes, I am taking the Eagles. Any chance of fans punching horses and doing all that kind of shenanigans Probably. like you did? After Always a chance Always. in Philly. Always, yeah. Always a chance. Never. Always. Um, when I went to the Cowboys-Eagles tailgate the year before COVID, um, there were coffins lined up with um, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> Um, that's like fine, but that's them. fine. That, that's, yeah. fine. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fun banter. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, anything so. that has coffins related to cowboys, that's yeah. that's totally acceptable. That's, I kind of think that's fun. Right. That's spooky yeah. season vibes. Yeah. I like it. I'm here for that. So we're split on this. So the guys yeah. are 49ers, the girls are the, the Eagles. Girls are, 
You know what the one thing on Good Morning Football, they interviewed Lane Johnson, and one of the coolest things he talked about was Sirianni, I think it was the day before the game, and I don't know, did you guys see what he talked about or hear about it? No, he was wearing think. a Jalen Hurts t-shirt, which was pretty funny. It was. It, they talked about He's wearing Sirianni. wearing an Iverson t-shirt today. <laughs> they talked about Sirianni, went around the room with the team and asked them to turn and look at guys and shake each other's hand, and they discussed you know, what a team is to them, and they kind of went around the room, and Lane Johnson mentioned it as something that he had never done and never really been a part of, and he's been a part of the Eagles organization for a long time, and he said it kind of realized – around the room you looked at guys and it kind of brought them together as a team. So a couple things unorthodox that he's done so far, but has worked and has had put the, put the results on the field. So that's all that matters at the end of the day. I would take a bullet for Nick Sirianni. Wow. <laughs> like I just love him. I would You'd have to play paper, rock, scissors actually. I'd probably lose to him, but yeah, no, I love everything he's doing. And I'm not saying this, like I, like I said, I'm not convinced the Eagles are going to have this blowout season and blow every, but we're moving in the right direction. But the vibes remind me of 2017 Super Bowl Eagle, just like that brotherhood is that camaraderie is back and that underdog mentality, which does work for us. And whenever yeah. we're everyone's picking against us and everyone like kind of doubts us, that's when we thrive the most. So that's why I think things are going to work out in our favor because no one expected us to get it together as quick as we did, especially with everything that happened. But I just like the direction we're moving. And I was expecting nothing. I almost took the Falcons last week. Like I was so like, I woke up that morning and was like, you know what? I feel Shucks. good. But that whole week I was like very on the fence. And now it's, it's just good vibes. Yeah. All right. I like that. State in your case. All right. Thank you. Raiders uh, surprising a lot of people last week, beating the Baltimore Ravens on prime time going against the Steelers. I like this matchup. The Steelers really are the Steelers, not the Steelers, are the Raiders headed in the right direction with their defense? They brought a lot of people in with their draft picks. Although Josh Jacobs is out today, Kenyon Drake is going to be starting in place of Josh Jacobs. Are the Raiders for real this year or are they just getting lucky? The Raiders are doing what they do every year where they start off the first five, six weeks and they make everyone think that they're the real deal, but then they fizzle out halfway through and you're like, oh no, it's just the Raiders. Yeah, I don't, I'm never sold on the Raiders ever, which up until now has been proved correct and valid. So I'm going to continue with that mentality. I just like, yeah, great comeback, great win. Love that for you. I, I don't see that carrying over. I, I really don't, especially like we said, I don't know that Pittsburgh is going to maintain success and be consistent all season, but I think that the clock hasn't run out on them. It's week two. And so I think they can continue, especially in Heinz field. They're going to continue to go, go in and play hard and, and do the things that they do well. I just cannot see the Raiders. I, I can't. I, I actually, I said that about them, but I took them. I, I, I don't really Raiders. know. I'm taking yeah, the Raiders. I, took the Raiders. I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders. Uh, I, I do too. I, she, and like I said, I, they're going to fizzle out towards the end of this season. I'm not saying the Raiders are a playoff team, but for some reason, I think they're going to come in hot like they always do first half of the season. And I think they're going to get the upper hand on the Steelers. And I love the Steelers. This is weird for me. I don't know why I did this, but I did it. Chip, were you, were you sold last week on the play of Derek Carr? Do you think he's finally I mean, maybe gotten it together with, with Gruden's offensive plan, or is he, or was this I just mean, kind of like the whole, hey, I'm going to start off good and then fizzle out the end? 
I mean, he he's played really well, but I think it's more I think it's more Darren Waller than Derek Carr, just because you can put it within like two feet of Waller and his catch radius. Like what he does is just unbelievable. So I think that it, you know Carr's been underrated for a long time, and he's a decent fantasy wise. He's always been a decent quarterback. Obviously, going to to Waller a lot. So I mean, Pittsburgh has a great defense. The Raiders have. One offensive weapon, Waller. You have to stop him. They can do that. And I think that after that, you, you're going to have to mix and match with the Raiders. And I just don't think they have the talent to offensively, once they Pittsburgh will stop Waller, I think, or at least slow him down enough to, to get the victory today. So we'll see. But okay. Carr, you know, I think Carr's average. He's not above average and he's not horrible. He's just average. So I, I'm picking the Raiders. Is anybody else picking the Raiders today? Me. Okay, so me and you too, and then Ralka. So we're split on this too. All right. Yeah. Very interesting. That's fun. Right. I like that. I like it. All right. NFC South match coming up with the Saints. Jameis Winston dropping five touchdowns, five and no interceptions. Holy Zero LASIK. interception. Holy LASIK. <laughs> yes. Holy LASIK. Twenty twenty vision going against the Carolina Panthers, uh, led by Sam Darnold, which. QB looking for a second chance is going to pull out a victory today. Is it Jameis Winston or is it Sam Dunn? This is, in my opinion, the hardest game to pick. This yeah. Easily. This is like, literally flip a coin. Yeah. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going with the Panthers just in honor of my new hometown team. But oh, there you that's, go. Because, like that's that. because I could be convinced either way. Like yeah. I really could be. And at this point, it's just kind of like, let me just put something down and get it on paper. But this could really go either way. Yeah, I went with the Panthers on this one, too. And I think that's more because I was so off or so out on Jameis Winston. And then he came out and looked like that. And I have to tell myself it's a fluke because all offseason I talked about, even though he is a national treasure, like, his pressers after that game literally <laughs> had me like choked up. They were it was just so pure, and I was like, I really like want to root for you, but I was so out on you off season. I can't change my mind now, so I need another couple of weeks to be convinced that he's the real deal. So I'm gonna go with Sam Darnold on this one. I can't believe you guys are all gonna take the Panthers, and I'm not gonna. I could pick the Saints and hopefully gain a game, but I I'm mean, picking honestly, the Saints too as well, buddy. Well, I'm kind of. I'm really yeah, but. I honestly think all the momentum is with Carolina, and I can't do it. I can't take the Saints. They're missing eight coaches. Their best defensive lineman is out. They lost their center last week. He's out. Their best cornerback is out. I mean, everything is pointing to Carolina. This game's at Carolina. I just – I can't – I can't do it. I'm going to take the Panthers. So I'm the lone wolf. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Wow. The, the biggest Jameis hater I've ever seen yeah. is, is taking the Saints. The yeah. turnaround. <laughs> Listen, I was a fan of his in college. and then when You love this game. Oh. He has one great game, and now we're back on. No, no, no. I never said I was back on. <laughs> okay. All right. I never said I was back on. I'm just okay. – I think I think the Saints are going to win against Kerry. I'm not sold on Sam Darnold. I'm not sold on him at all. I'm just not. So I've got – you can be sold on uh, McCaffrey because you know what? He's going to have a good day today. <laughs> that's fine. He can have a good game because he's on my fantasy team. He can have a good game all day. I don't wow. care. If they, gotcha. if they lose the game, but he has a great game, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> that's all best right. case scenario for you. Exactly. All right, we probably won't have to talk much about this matchup, Broncos versus Jags. Who do we got? Probably all of us picking Denver unless – I typically 
I never bet against the Jaguars ever, as you guys know. It's always like one I'm just kind of like, I'm going to lose this week on that one. But <laughs> the I think maybe some like negative reinforcement, you know, some like <laughs> maybe I'll go with Denver and then like it'll be the one week where I'm like, oh my, of course you win this week when I don't pick you, right? No. So that's kind of what I'm hoping is going to happen. I'm also going to go with Denver, but you know, it's, it's really a win-win for me. Okay. I like it. I like it too. Yeah. What was the game? Was it, was it last? No, it wasn't last year. The year before where they came out and beat the Colts, Jacksonville. That was last year. That was week one. And I really was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) 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 I, uh, I cried and then we didn't win the game all season. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Maybe that vibe today, but I, I I mean, I'm going to go with Denver as well. So, yeah. Okay. So we're all doing Denver. So we're all doing Denver. We'll see what happens. We'll see if it works though. Shocker on this one. Vikings versus Cardinals. The Cardinals looking like a complete Good team God last almighty. week against the Titans. Me, Chip and I were watching this game, and, and Chip, who has Ryan Tannehill on his fantasy football team, just was crying. I mean, yes. just literally at the bar and yeah. crying. I thought you were going to rip down the TV at one point. I know. Well, the Falcons were on next to that, and I couldn't even watch that. So I was I literally wanted to crawl under the bar last week. Chip had a really bad week one. It was. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was rough. Okay. Vikings did come back on the Bengals and brought it to OT. Who do we got out of the Cardinals versus Vikings? Are the Cardinals defense, are they legit this year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I'm picking the Cardinals. Every, Cardinals are going 17 and 0. I'm taking them every week. <laughs> That's a I prediction. love this team so much. <laughs> yeah, I like them too. I can't bet against them. So clean sweep uh, with the Cardinals this week. Well, yeah, they have so many. Well, look at how many first round picks that defense has. You have Stacked. Simmons. You have uh, Zaven Collins, who came in and played really well. You have Amazing. older guys. They brought over Watt. You have Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones guys. had five sacks Dude, in one game. He embarrassed Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan went on social media and apologized. Yes. That's how bad. <laughs> The one looked lost tackle. during that game. He like <laughs> lost during that game. I know. I mean, can you imagine an all pro like an all pro tackle, a guy who has led that team, led Derrick Henry to rushing titles, like having to go to social media and be like, Titans fans, I am so sorry that you I love did to that. see it. You love to see I love it. it. I mean, I, love it. I was I wanted to cry. It was awful, but yeah, they're for real. I it was, was my favorite part of the week. I yeah, was like, this is everything part. I wanted to see from the Arizona Cardinals. I am thrilled. Kyler Murray, unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, good God almighty. So This team is perfect. Yeah. Cowboys versus Chargers, a very good matchup. Justin Herbert led. Chargers versus Dak Prescott. And then boys coming off a loss against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday night football. Who do we got in the Cowboys versus Chargers this week? I got my Justin Herbert jersey hanging up behind my Devontae Smith jersey over here. No way the Cowboys are winning this game. Chargers by $5 million. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Boom. Boom. My droppage. <laughs> Kaylee, what do you got? I'm I going to hear what you say. Yeah. I'm going Chargers. Um, not with the same amount of confidence because <laughs> I I what I think we were all pleasantly, not pleasantly, but we were surprised so, yeah. by the Cowboys in week one. I think just with everything they had going on, they knew how to answer. And it it was unfortunate for me with I mean, it was my fault because I literally sat here and said, don't play Ezekiel Elliott. And then I forgot to take him out of my lineup. So it was unfortunate oh. for me 
but they had an answer and they knew exactly where to place the ball to answer for that defense. And so I, I like what they're doing. I don't know that it's going to be enough because I really do like this Chargers offense. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I just think the Chargers are going to be – they're in a different spot. They have a lot of options. Dallas, I don't know why everybody thought that Dallas's defense was doing great for some reason against the Buccaneers <laughs> because it ended up – they maybe it was the first half they kind of contained everything a little bit, which they did, I guess. But, I mean, there were so many points scored in that game. I don't understand why – you know, Dan Quinn still looks like he's confused and lost. Demarcus Lawrence isn't playing this game today. Um, Micah Parsons is going to move to defensive end, they said, and be in hybrid packages. So you might see some pass rush. You could see some some things outside of the box. But, um, yeah, I think the Chargers are just a little bit healthier, a little bit better right now. Clean sweep on the Chargers versus Cowboys. Titans versus Seahawks today. Titans looking to bounce back from last week's embarrassing oh. Embarrassing loss against the Cardinals and the Seahawks riding high from beating the Colts last week. Who do we got in the Titans versus Seahawks? I think the Titans looking that not great was a fluke. Like I still <laughs> think this is a solid team, but last week the Seahawks also just looked so good and like explosive. So I, this is another really tough one. I am taking yep. the Seahawks, but I don't think the Titans are actually going to be terrible this season. It's just going to be a tough start. Seahawks by five million. This is where I get really <laughs> you got, they looked really good. I really like the Seahawks. I really hate the Titans. So here we are. Seahawks by five million. See, God, dude. Bold. Bold. I have to, I have to. Well, for my sanity, for taking Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown <laughs> and taking them in fantasy, I have to take this is an awful pick. And I'm telling you right now, I'm doing this pick for my fantasy team. If this, if Tannehill can't pull it together and like we can't get a good Titans team, I'm gonna. It's I'm I'm worried. I'm gonna cry. It's not gonna be good. I hate taking the Titans, but I'm doing it for my fantasy livelihood. I need a good game from these guys. I need them to turn it around. This is gonna be an uphill battle. This might be the dumbest pick I've made in Pickums in the career of our show, Evan. I, I don't like this pick at all, but I need Ryan Tannehill. He'll do it today. Please, for the love of everything that's holy. It's Please. it's okay to have dumb picks. We've all been there. It's I know. Okay. It's, it's I just don't right. want to make a dumb one. I, I mean, I want to okay. win. That's why the belt's right behind me. That's why I got it. I know, I know. And the primetime game tonight, the Chiefs versus... Wait a minute, what was your pick? You don't get to gloss over and skip who you're taking. Are you oh, taking this? I know, I've got Seahawks all day. Great. By, so I'm going to be a lone by wolf, five lose another game. Well, I've got Great. Seahawks 5 million and one. Great. Can't wait. Love really it. excited now. All right, Chiefs versus Ravens tonight. Who do we got in this matchup? It's, is Lamar Jackson in over his head? It just seems like last week against the Raiders, he he's not getting any help at all. He's getting no help, but yeah. he is phenomenal. And I think yeah. that it was one of those games, like it was so him and Daniel Jones are in the same boat right now, in my mind, because you just saw a phenomenal quarterback play, a game that looked really good for those players and no one else, right? Like yeah. it was it was just dismal for the team. But Lamar Jackson, like you watch him play and you're like, I don't know how this kid's not Damn not winning now. super right. Like yeah. To get that too, but it just—he looks so good. He just is on a team that doesn't look so good. Yeah, 
And, and it's unfortunate because before, like, all the injuries happened, they were set up to be yeah, in yeah. a very good position. Yeah. And kind of just everything is going against them. And it sucks and it's terrible. But Lamar is doing everything he can. I am taking the Chiefs here. I think I I just can't in my right. Re- I want to take the Ravens and I want to say Lamar is going to pull it out. But it's him alone out there, and they're just not going to be. If the Browns couldn't do it against the Chiefs, Lamar Jackson alone can't do it against the Chiefs. Yeah, and I mean, uh, the injury, everything going into this year, and I think that's what my brain looks at. And, Jordan, you kind of mentioned that you want to take the Ravens. Like, when you look at preseason and how everything was unfolding for them, I really did think they were going to be one of the better teams and had a chance to be near the top of the mountain and go to the Super Bowl, but with so much – was so much that's happened. He has so much pressure to try to make something happen on every play that's self-induced on himself. And when you don't have anybody around you that's going to perform, um, you're just running around with no blockers and no help, and that's not going to bode well against Kansas City. So, yeah, Chiefs. The Ravens did promote up uh, Devonta Freeman today. He will be part of that running. Thank back. God. I know, right? Woo! Uh, Taysom Williams did look pretty good in the backfield last week. Uh, it's just – it's just a weird situation. Yeah, it's yeah. just a weird situation with that whole backfield for the uh the Ravens. But I've got Chiefs in this one, of course. So all right, let's close out the show with our starts and sits this week for fantasy football. Chip, must starts, must sits for this week. Hey, Christian McCaffrey, I've got him. I picked number one. He will eat today, boy. Start him in daily fantasy. Start him everywhere. Start him in the kitchen, in your bedroom, fixing the sink, put him everywhere. Jordan, who do you got? Must starts, must sits this week. And unfortunately, and I hate to say this, um, and I have him in my team, so it's going to be tough. Darren Waller, I think, is going to have a tough day today. I wouldn't necessarily rely on him just because, like, and I t- I'm i saying this, having him on my team and taking the Raiders, I just think the Steelers are going to be so focused on stopping him. But I I think it's going to work out for the Raiders in the end. That's why I picked them because they're going to be able to use other guys to kind of get around it because everyone's going to be so focused on Darren Waller. But I think he's going to have a tough fantasy day today. I hope he does because last week I was up that by – That was so funny. Yeah, up Sorry. by 20-something points, and Darren Waller had a huge game, and I ended up losing my week one matchup because of Darren Waller. So I hate Darren Waller with a passion. I hope he has a shitty game today. No, he's like my favorite person <laughs> ever, and I love him, but well, I just think he's I... so good that they're going to do everything they can to stop no. him. Good. I hope they do. I hope he has a really bad game this week, and then, you know, that's great for that person playing Waller. Yeah, great. Yeah. Kayla, who do you got? Uh, must starts, must sits this week for fantasy. Must starts. I would say Aaron Jones. Honestly, I think – I just think the Packers – Weird game. I can't imagine that Aaron Rodgers wants to come out and and play at that caliber like we talked about before. Like he's looking for a new home and he wants that price tag to be high. So I, I can't imagine they come out and look that bad again. So and, and versus Detroit, right? So I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for the Packers. I think they're probably going to stack the points on the Lions. If I'm being honest, I think. I, I don't know. I think if you if you've got Kyler Murray, congratulations. That's another one that I think is <laughs> a really good spot. <laughs> like a really yep. good spot. Um, must sits. Oof. I I don't I don't know if one comes to the top of my head that's different than these two, honestly. But but yeah, I I, I have I have an actual predicament that I'm in. Go. In my flex position, do yeah. I start Robbie Anderson 
or Kenyon Drake this week? That's tough, right? Uh, what's the league setting PPR? Yeah. Half point or full? Full. I would look at the what over-unders and see which one's got the higher point total and see. It's a toss-up, right? It's a toss because Lattimore's out for the Saints, and he yeah. probably would be on Anderson. Drake's a good pass catcher, too, in the backfield for the Raiders. And, and like Jacobs I said, I think out. they're going to put yeah. all their focus on Darren Waller. So I yeah. think Drake might be able to run. Yeah. I think either – well, the Saints and Panthers, the over-unders 45. Oh, jeez. The Raiders and Steelers is 46 and a half. So, you, you got um, a shiny coin with you, uh, Jordan? You got a, yeah. you got a quarter with you? Flip a coin. Yeah, flip a coin right now. I mean, <laughs> I've, I got, a, I've got a Steelers are a question. better defense. So, you might get lucky. You might get a you might get a touchdown out of Robbie Anderson. I think you have better chances <laughs> with Panthers versus Raiders. I have a fantasy flex question for me i have clyde edwards hilaire in my flex but also i picked up elijah mitchell from the 49ers who should i put in my flex ceh or elijah mitchell today i can't even believe i'm saying this but i would do mitchell just because if he's going to be the one that's running if they run the ball and like i said our run defense is the biggest hole we have so if he can get an opening he'll take it so okay. I would go with Mitchell. I also have him in one league, so it's kind of biased. But Okay. I got to say right now, while we're still doing this, I am not taking the Titans. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're, you're, you're switching? I, I'm changing that right now. No. It's at Seattle. No. I'm not burning at the stake for Ryan Tannehill. No. You I'm know sorry, Kenyon Drake. I, got I like that. that move, actually. Thank you. If the Jags are going to be bad, at least I love where we're at with the Titans storyline going into week two. I just love it. Like, dismal week one performance. No confidence in them going into week two. I just, you love to see it. Dude, Trevor Lawrence had a couple of passes that you saw why you drafted him number one. And I think that's all I look for kind of with the quarterbacks and the guys that are starting. Like, you saw passes that were, you know, 45, 55 yards down the field that were right like dropped into hands, which no qualms. Yes. Yeah. Our receivers dropped balls too, that I was yeah. like, come on, you got to catch those, but no qualms with Trevor Lawrence. I have yeah. no, like that was absolutely the right move, regardless of what happens with any other quarterback from that class. Yep. I want urban Meyer out week four. <laughs> like I'm at that point <laughs> where I'm like, nothing I saw about the coaching, the play calling decision-making was impressive to me at all. Like it was, it was very poor. And if it doesn't, honestly, look, if they keep losing games, I think he he will, will but he won't be fired. It'll just be like, Oh my gosh, my heart, my heart, my heart again. Yeah. So (laughs) I, I can't like, I, it, it is exactly what I expected in the worst way. So, okay. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining in to another episode of the Fantasy Underdogs presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm glad we skipped the Falcons Bucks because I didn't really want to pick them. Oh, oh, that's no, no, that's fine. We can do Falcons Bucks. I think we're all, yeah, Yeah, I think we're all, yeah. I'm going to be mad at the Falcons all year and never pick them again. Start (laughs) Antonio Brown in your lineup if you have him. He's, yeah, 
And Start the Bucks offense today. Yes. <laughs> Should be pretty well, good. I'm not, I wouldn't say anything about the running backs. They're starting Rojo, but we'll see for how long before he drops a ball and fumbles a ball again and then gets replaced by Fournette. So running back wise, I would be iffy on the Bucks running back. I agree but, with that. But, but receiver wide receivers. wise. Yeah, receiver wise, yeah. just plug them all in. Although Mike Evans, you didn't really see much of him last week for the debut, but you know, that's you know, Tom Brady likes to pick and choose who his uh, receivers are that day. I mean, that day was Gronk and uh and AB. So plug those guys in. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, shocker. So so Bucks all the way, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Make sure to smash the follow buttons on our, our socials at the FU Dogs Pod and also the FU Dogs Pod on Instagram. Make sure to smash and follow our YouTube page, Twitch, Facebook page now, even though Facebook yeah, it's Facebook. Go. Yeah, you. <laughs> and Twitter as well. We will see you guys. Are we doing a Monday night show tomorrow night? Should we do one? No. Yeah, I'm down too. Monday night football. I'm For down. a short yeah. one. We'll do a short one. Yeah. We'll, a short one. we'll see you guys tomorrow night on Monday and also on Thursday night as well. Have a great week too. Make sure to set your lineups and your daily fantasy pickums. We will see you guys tomorrow. It's the fantasy underdogs. Tannehill, please. Please. <laughs> that was that was a plead. I'm oh man. I heard you loud and clear. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.